Shalom in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 29 verse 4, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The, bo the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Thank you, Father, that at the moment we have come to you right at this time, right at this hour of prayer, right at this time that, Lord, we are turning our backs from where we have been. Others are going home. Others are driving home. Others are already home. But we thank you for this hour. Lord, we recognize this hour of prayer, the hour that Peter and John went to the temple for the time of prayer. Right at the door of the at the entrance or at the door of the temple, at the entrance of the temple, there was a cripple. They look at a cripple and they said, look at us. Silver and gold we don't have, but we will give you what we have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, arise and be healed. Praise Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Today, as we are praying, the love of Jesus Christ be with us. The simple, what we are talking about today is the love of Jesus Christ. And I want us to pray this prayer right now as we start this program. Dear Lord, Dear God, dear Lord in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins. And the life that I have lived, I need your forgiveness. I believe that your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, shed his precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from your sin. You said in your holy word, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if we confess the Lord our God and believe in our hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, we shall be saved. Right now, I confess Jesus as the Lord of my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised him from the dead. This very moment, I accept Jesus Christ as my own personal Savior, and according to his word, Right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for your unlimited grace, unlimited love, which has saved me from my sins. I thank you, Jesus, that your grace never leads to silence or your grace never leads to license, but rather it always leads to a pure heart, the heart of repentance. Therefore, Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I am I am holy before you. I may bring glory and honor to you alone and not myself. Thank you for today. Thank you for dying for me and giving me an eternal life. Thank you today that we have died on the cross. 
Thank you, God, for loving me and sending your son to die on the cross for my sins. I give Jesus control of my life. Help me to be a person that you want me to be in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12, And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. I still say, the voice of the Lord is powerful, and the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. I believe as we pray today, the voice of God will hit directly to those areas in our lives that we want God to hit them. I believe as we have started with the prayer, what is called by others, the prayer of sinners. I call it the prayer or the introductory prayer into salvation. We thank you, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank you for today. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your love. That never cease. We thank you for the love that rises up every time and every day. Thank you, Jesus, that you have made it so easy for us to be able to love with no boundaries, with non expectants, just to release the love, just to love, just to commit in love. We thank you for the love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the love that you have given to us. The Bible says we need to know the love of Christ. In the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19, Paul prays that we should know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. We cannot think of anything else that you... And I need to know that will transcend this. Surely there is nothing more necessarily than to know the love of Christ. Paul himself says as much as he reckons that the love of Christ surpasses knowledge. So we begin with a simple idea today. If you don't know Christ's love, then as the saying goes, you do not know nothing. You might object that they, we all must know nothing and be virtually ignorant because the love of Christ is surely too profound for anybody to even begin to know. But do be wrong about that. The love of Christ is not too deep for us. Rather, our deepest need is to know that love. The more you come to know Christ's love, the more there seems to be to learn. Yet, it is possible to know his love in depth and mature way. We insult Christ if our knowledge of his love is purely and um, superficially. We are capable of much more and owe him much more. Paul himself expects that we be rooted and grounded 
and Christ's love and that we be able to comprehend with all saints what is the width and the length and depth of height according to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 to 18. These dimensions of Christ's love are not bewildering but rather entrailing. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the love of Jesus Christ. We believe this afternoon, as you say, the love of Jesus Christ. As you say to us, we must know the love of Jesus Christ. We must know how much he loves us. We must know how much he shed his blood for loving us. Even after years of close friendship, one may suddenly see a whole new dimension to the other person that one never realized before. Being friends with Jesus is always a rich experience of discovery. But this love is richly knowable. It is not beyond anyone's reach. Father, we thank you for this love today. We want to share Christ's love. We want to touch everyone with Christ's love. We want to touch every area with Christ's love. As Lord, in this week, that we still continue to pray for a breakthrough in our finances, for a breakthrough in marriages, for a breakthrough for those that desire to be married. We want to continue to share Jesus' love. Believers, sharing Christ's love with all, there's something else to be said. Before we get into the lesson of, of knowing his love, our knowledge of Christ's love should be shared. It should be no secret. I come on greeting, you know, to our people. We need to be really greeting them with the shalom of God. Of course, some people, when you say shalom, they ask yourself, what is it? Are you a Jew? But you are declaring the love of Christ, the peace of Christ. Hallelujah. Naturally, you don't say anything quiet so holier than thou, but it should be always on the tip of your tongues to humbly impart your knowledge of the wonderful love of Christ. When we share it with others, we enrich our own measure of it. Truly, the person who does not share Christ's love does not know Christ's love. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is important that we must walk with the understanding of Christ's love in a very perfect way. The love of Christ can be known in several ways. And uh, I want to suggest to you three themes which can run through all Paul has said to the book of Ephesians in leading up to the verse in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 that we choose our own. These three themes are the cross, counsel, and coming of Christ. You may like to read or you may write, like to, 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 to go through the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 and read basically from chapter 1 to chapter 3 of the book of Ephesians. And you will observe the trade. Perhaps it has occurred to you that these themes compasses the entire Christian age. In the past, Jesus began the Christian's era with his cross. 
In the present, Jesus continues the Christian era with his counsel. In the future, Jesus will close the Christian era with his coming. Christ's love may be known in his cross. And in the knowledge of his cross, we find love. We consider it an act of supreme love when someone lays down their life for a friend. According to the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 7, Jesus laid down his life for those who were not his friends, that they might become his friends. Hallelujah. How well do you know the crucified Lord? What does his cross mean to you? In the rush of a daily life, do you pause to think of your dying Savior? In the place where you fellowship, as your body goes through the emotions of eating and drinking the Lord's Supper sometimes, whereby, you know, whereby you, you say, I am taking the body of Christ and drinking the blood. But do you ask yourself, where is your mind? Is your mind on that hill far away? Or is it instead far away from that hill? The reason that I urge you to consider the cross of Christ is that this engenders in you a love of Christ. A love that begins on the cross. This begins a spiritual spiral which ascends from strength to strength. And the cross, you see Christ's love for you. And you are led to reprocate that love. As your love for him grows, you come to understand and appreciate his love for you more and more. We are not talking about just being obsessed with the cross, which some people have such that they develop a stigmata. But we are talking about the true understanding of the love of God on the cross. Our thoughts of the cross should center upon the love behind the blood and the pain. In the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20, that love is soul healing love. Where is that love in you, child of God? Why don't you sometimes show that love to others? Why don't you show that love to your fellow believers? The purpose of the cross was to remove our guilty and to restore our worthiness. To know the love of Christ crucified is to become not physically wounded, but spiritually whole. We are cleansed in the blood of Jesus according to the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. Warmly embraced, fully reconciled in the family of God's love. According to 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. In the cross of Christ, we find a basis for our love of Christ, through which we build a deep comprehension of his love. But we remember that whilst love is the greater of the three, we live in faith, hope, and love. And the other two points that I'm going to finish with before we pray, we'll see how faith and hope join with love. Christ's love may be known in his counsel. And the knowledge of his counsel we find in faith. The counsel of Christ brings consolation. Paul spoke about the encouragement in Christ and the consolation of love in Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
The prophet Isaiah in the book of, I mean, the prophet Isaiah in chapter 9 tells of the son to be born whose name will be called a wonderful counselor. Truly Christ, the son of man, is a wonderful priest who understands our wickedness because he became man, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. Father, we thank you for Christ, who is our counsel. We thank you for Christ, who is our guider. We thank you for Christ, who gives us this heart to love, even when it is difficult to love, but you encourage us to continue to love. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us a guidance to be our counsel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, you make us to love even if we've suffered a deep hurt or been close to someone who has suffered a deep hurt, but you continue to make us to continue to love. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Believers, as I was praying, it just comes to my spirit. The book of Isaiah, chapter 30, verse 21. Your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whatever you turn to the right hand, or whatever you turn to the left, walk in it. Have you ever suffered some deep hurt, or being close to someone who has? Have you ever come to realize how vulnerable and weak you really are when everything has gone wrong and you feel hopeless and abandoned? Can you go to Christ? Can you say, well, I know the love of Christ. I will run to his arms. Yes, you can say it. Christ's love is available to you, especially you. But will you know that love? Will you worship Christ as a wonderful counselor? You, of course, know how to approach Christ and to receive from him the comfort and the counsel you need. Through prayer and through reading the scriptures, meditatively, peace of God and the comfort of the scriptures are gifts from taking provided by God's love according to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7, and Romans chapter 15, verse 4. Sometimes we sense a barrier which prevents us from taking comfort from scriptures and from prayer. This is usually a sense of unworthiness. You need to realize that nobody is ever worth of Christ's love. Nevertheless, you must open yourself to his love. I want to encourage you today and say, can you please open your heart to Jesus Christ today? Can you please open yourself to, the Christ, to Christ's love? He loved you before you received him. He loved you. When he died on the cross, he had you. When he was beaten walking towards the cross, he had you. When his blood came out of his body, that was you. That blood was specifically for you. Sometimes, some people, they want marriages. And I want to encourage you today and say, can you open up your heart for Jesus' love? Sometimes new marriages, one of the partners experiences difficult with intimacy that is necessarily part of married life. The problem is a lack of trust or faith in the other's love. 
trusting, having faith in your partner's love means willing to the other to see you and address you as you really are. Do you trust Jesus enough to let him see you and address you as you are? Do you have faith that he will accept you? With such faith, you won't feel the barrier between you and him anymore. Jesus loves you. I want to tell you today. Jesus Christ loves you very much. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As we are about to pray, I want you to embrace the love of Jesus. I want you to have this love of Jesus. I want you to understand the love of Jesus. I want you to know the love of Jesus. Even when you pray for your finances, when you pray for marriage, when you pray for protection, but the very first thing that you need to understand is the love of Jesus. And lastly is that the Christ's love may be known in his coming. And in the knowledge of his coming, we find hope. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. While you can love Christ now and know his love by faith, there is a moment coming in which you will know the love of Christ in face-to-face -face reality. That is the moment of rapture when Jesus Christ will personally welcome you with open arms. In the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verse 34, Come you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. These will be the words of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Maybe the reason why we don't break into finding that unconditional love of Jesus is because we have never opened our, our hearts for him. Maybe why it is so difficult to, to even welcome the love of others without really questioning. It is because we have never opened up our hearts for Jesus. That moment will truly be wonderful when Jesus welcomes us. But it will be no surprise because you know the love of Christ you have already. A full assurance of the hope until the end. This is the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 11. This hope is the part of the spiritual spiral of strength. I call it the DNA of the soul that we mentioned when, when I started here. Peter says that we have been born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He goes on to describe the everlasting inheritance we have in Christ. Then he says, whom having not seen, you, you love. Though you do not know, or though you do not now see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That is First Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to 9. May you know the love of Christ in his cross. May you know Christ's counsel. And his coming and thus grow ever upwards in love, faith, hope in him. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father, for your love today. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 32 verse 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. 
We want to thank you, Father, for the love that you have shown to us. We want to know you more. We want to know and understand you. We want to know the intensity of your love and the intention of your death. The love of Christ for us is his dying. In his dying was conscious as his suffering was intentional. I want to say this again. The love of Christ for us in his dying was conscious as his suffering was intentional. First John chapter 3, verse 16. By this we know, love, that he laid down his life for us. If he was intentionally in laying down his life, it was for us. It was love. When Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of, his, out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. According to John chapter 13 verse 1, every step on the Calvary road meant, I love you. Every step that he took on the Calvary road, he said, I love you. Jesus has laid down his life for you. When he said, I love you, he meant it. He meant that he can do anything. Jesus does not love as the world loves. That's why every time when the person says, I love you, someone says, what is it that he is expecting? But the love of Christ was freely given. Therefore, to feel the love of Christ and the laying down of his life, it helps to see how utterly intentionally it was. And I want you to consider this. Christ's intentional, intentionality dying for us. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 52 to 54, Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father and he will at once send me more than 12 legends of angels? But how then should the scripture be fulfilled that it must be so? It is one thing to say that the details of Jesus' death were predicted in the Old Testament, but it is much more to say that Jesus himself was making his choices precisely to see to it that the scriptures be fulfilled. Jesus Christ loves you. Jesus loves you. You might be seated there and saying, I feel so lonely. I feel so alone. I feel so someone can embrace me. I want to tell you Jesus loves you. That is what Jesus said he was doing in Matthew 26, verse 54. I could escape this misery, but how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? In other words, Jesus was saying, I am not choosing to take the way out that I could take because I know the scriptures. He says, I know that what must take place 
It is my choice to fulfill all that it is predicted of me in the word of God. This is what Jesus was saying. Hallelujah. In the book of Mark chapter 10, I'm about to pray. Just left with a few minutes. In the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 32 to 34, taking the 12 again, he began to tell them what was happening to him, saying, See, we are going up to, the, to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to Gentiles. And they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And in three days, he will arise. Jesus Christ had one all common controlling goal to die according to scriptures. He knew when the time was near and set his face like flint. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem. According to the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 51. A third way, a third way that we see the intentionality of Jesus to suffer for us is the words he spoke in the mouth of Isaiah, the prophet. When he said in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 6, I gave my back to those who strike and my cheeks to those who pull out the bed. I hid not my face from disgrace and spitting. Glory to Jesus Christ. I think we have to work hard in our imaginations <clears throat> to keep before me or to keep before us what iron will this require? Human recoil from suffering. We recoil a hundred times more from suffering that is caused by unjust, ugly, snavel low-down, arrogant people. At every moment of pain and indignity, Jesus chose not to do what would have been immediately just. He gave his back to the smiter. He gave his cheek to the slapping. He gave his bed to plucking. He offered his face to spitting. And he was doing it for the very ones causing the pain. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And another point is that we see intentionality of Jesus suffering as the way Peter explains it, how this was possible. He said, when he was revealed, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. According to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 23, the way Jesus handled injustice of it all was not by saying injustice doesn't matter, but by entrusting his cause to him who judges justly, God will see that justice is done. That was not Jesus' calling at Calvary. According to the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 19. And lastly, in John chapter 10, verse 17, 18. For this reason, the Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down. I have authority to take it up again. This charge 
I have received from my Father. Jesus point in these words that he is acting completely voluntarily. He is under no constraints from any human. Circumstances have not overtaken him. He is not being swept along in the injustice of moment. He is in control. Before we pray, I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. John says, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. We should feel the intensity of his love for us to the degree that we see his intentionality to suffer and die. I pray that you will feel profoundly and may profound understand and experience of being loved by Christ. This must have an effect in you. The love of Christ controls us. He died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him for whom their sake died and was raised. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. Today I chose this subject, the love of Jesus Christ. And I chose this point. That in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him, and he with me. Jesus is knocking at your heart right now. Jesus is knocking at your door right now. Jesus says, can you please open your heart? I want to love you more. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes, we continue to pray. Yes, we continue to understand that we've got desires. We've got everything that we need. But can we fill our hearts with the love of Jesus Christ? Can we fill our hearts with everything and anything that has been a hindrance in our hearts? Can we welcome the love of Jesus Christ today? Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Can we open up our hearts to the love of Christ? Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you so much. <clears throat> I love you, Jesus. I love you so much. I'm opening up my heart for you today, Lord. Because I know that you first loved me. Father, I open up my, hearts to you, my heart to you. And uprooting every tree that has been a blockage to understand your love. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I thank you today. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 7. Today, if you will hear his voice. Do not harden your hearts. I love you, Jesus. I'm opening up my heart for you today. Thank you, Father, for really choosing me. I destroy the power of every satanic arrest in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing me. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. All satanic arresting agents 
release me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Jesus, for opening up my heart and I'm always ready to open my heart for you. And I command every spiritual contamination in my life to receive the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. I command every spiritual contamination in my life to receive the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. Let the brush of the Lord scrub out every dirty in my spiritual pipe in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I destroy everything that is separating me in the demonic world with the fire of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, teach me to die to self. Every rusted spiritual pipe in my life receive wholeness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command every power eating up my spiritual pipe to be roasted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I arise and receive the love of Jesus today. Spirit of the living God, quicken the whole of my being in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I command every hole and my spiritual pipe to be closed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh God, stretch me and renew my strength in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every stubborn position in my life, let it be uprooted. Every heart of the stone in my life, let it be removed so that I can really understand the love of Christ. Holy Spirit, open my eyes to see beyond the visible and make the invisible real to me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, ignite my calling with your fire. Let my spiritual pipe receive the strength of God against my contamination in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, open my eyes and let me have a revelation vision of Christ in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, liberate my spirit to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Liberate my spirit to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. I receive heavenly flushing in my spiritual pipe. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I confess that my spiritual pipe shall be effective throughout my life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, teach me to pray through problems instead of praying about them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, teach me to pray through problems instead of praying about them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, love of God, continue to cover me. Blood of Jesus, continue to cover me. Oh, Lord, deliver me from the lies I tell myself that I'm not loved. Every evil spiritual padlock and chain hindering my spiritual growth be roasted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I rebuke every spirit of spiritual deafness and blindness in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Lord, deliver me from lies and the enemy, what the enemy tells me all the time in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, Lord, empower me to resist Satan so that you will flee from me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bind the strong man behind my spiritual blindness and deafness and paralysis. And I paralyze his operation in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I anoint my eyes and my ears with the blood of Jesus. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
I choose to believe the report of the Lord and no other in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I choose to believe that Jesus, you've got this. Lord God, you've got this. You will run with this. I choose to believe that report. I choose to believe the report of heaven. Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit melt my resistance in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, Lord, restore my spiritual eyes and ears. Lord, anoint my eyes and my ears that they may see and hear wondrous things of heaven. I choose to believe your report, O oh Lord. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit smash my pride in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit smash my pride and know that you are the only God, O oh Jehovah. O oh Lord, anoint me to pray without ceasing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Make me to be persistent like a widower who went to the judge many times in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I send the fire of God to my eyes and ears to melt away every satanic deposit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I arise and I take my position as a warrior. Let my spiritual eyes and ears be wide open in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I decree and declare what the Bible says in the book of John chapter 10 verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. I know your voice and I follow you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus, I capture every power behind all spiritual blindness and deafness. Let my spiritual sight and hearing drum receive hearing in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, reign on me now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, uncover my darkest secrets in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your spirit of confusion, lose your hold over my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the power of the Holy Spirit, I defy Satan's power in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, pour your healing power on me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the water of life flush out every unwanted stranger in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your enemies of gospel in my life be paralyzed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I am the servant of God. I hear the voice of God and I follow Jesus. As it said in the book of John chapter 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You enemies of the gospel, you better reverse right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, begin to clean away from my life all that do not reflect you. Lord Jesus, nail me to your cross. I reject every spiritual pollution in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, break me, melt me, mold me, fill me, use me by the power of your spirit. Oh Lord, I lose myself in you. Holy Spirit, fire ignite me to the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Oh Lord, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit break every yoke of our of, of darkness in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, let the anointing of the Holy Spirit break every yoke of backwardness in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
Let my spirit man become divine fire in Jesus' mighty name. I frustrate every demonic arrest over my spirit man in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the blood of Jesus remove any retrogressive label from every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All anti-breakthrough decrees be revoked in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every anti-breakthrough that has been sent against my name, let it be reversed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Ghost fire destroy every satanic garment in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, give unto me the key to good success so that anywhere I go, the doors of prosperity will open up unto me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because I know the love of God, every door of prosperity will open up for me. Every door of success will open up to me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let every wicked house constructed against me be demolished in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let the road close against every unprofitable visitation in my life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, establish me a holy person unto you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, let the anointing to excel in my spiritual and physical love fall upon me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I shall not serve my enemies. My enemies shall bow down to me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I bind every desert and all poverty spirits in my life right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I reject the anointing of non-achievement in my hard work in the name of Jesus. I pull down all strongholds erected against my progress in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I recall all my blessings thrown into the waters, the forest, any satanic bank in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, control my ability to frame my words in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right now, I might be new in this position, but my promotion is ready for me already in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I cut down the roots of all problems in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all satanic scorpions be rendered sting stingless in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all demonic serpents be rendered harmless in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I declare with my mouth that nothing shall be impossible with me in Jesus' mighty name. Let the camp of the enemy be put in Israel in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Spiritual parasites in my life be disgraced and be removed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all my herod receive spiritual decay in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, let your favor and that of men encompasses me this year in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all evil worms in any area of my life die in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I decree and declare that I arise according to the book of Psalm 62 verse 11. God has spoken once, twice I have heard this. That power belongs to God. I believe and I understand and I know the power of the word of God. Let all evil ones hear the voice of God and be destroyed. I reject any demonic limitation 
on my progress in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all evil handwriting against me be paralyzed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I reject every spirit of tail and I choose the spirit of the head in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all these circulating my name for evil be disgraced in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all those circulating my name, let them be put under the fire of the burning God right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, put into my hand the gift that will elevate my calling in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let all evil friends make mistakes that will expose them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I will not lose my calling in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the strong men from both sides of my family destroy themselves in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every ancestral spirit and every family generational curse, let it be destroyed right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, teach me to be crucified with you. Lord Jesus, teach me to know the power that resurrected you from the dead. Let not your peace depart from me, O Lord. I command every blockage in my spiritual pipe to be cleared in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I refuse to wear the garment of tribulation and sorrow in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let every rebellion flee from my heart in the name of Jesus Christ. O Lord, let the spirit that flees from sin incubate my life. Let the secrets of hidden and open enemies be revealed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I claim all my rights now in the name of Jesus. I command every satanic net to receive destruction now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Ghost, grant me a glimpse of your glory now, Jesus. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, create in me a clean heart by your power. Oh Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Holy Ghost, pour the Father's jealous upon me, not in the name, not, not in the manner of man, but according to the love of Jesus. I renounce all right to anger in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Ghost, quicken me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, remove me. Remove from me every root irritation that keeps anger alive in me. Lord, remove every area that does not have the breath of life of Jesus. Holy Ghost, breathe on me now in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost, breathe on me now the love of Jesus. I reject all thoughts that I will never change in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm arising above everything and higher and higher. Holy Ghost, fill me that I might bring forth healing power in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, produce in me the power of self-control and gentleness. Oh Lord, I thank you for promoting me today. I thank you for making me to know your love. I thank you for making me to understand your love. I thank you for opening up my heart and opening up my eyes to know how do you love so that I can be able to love as you love. 
Thank you for the compelling love. Thank you for that compelling truth. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The love of Christ, saints, is shown through Jesus coming from heaven to earth. In the book of John, chapter 1, verse 14, it teaches us that, and the word became the flesh and dwelt among us, and we've seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus experienced temptation, yet he did not sin. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. According to the book of Hebrews, chapter 14, verse 5. I mean, chapter 4, verse 15. Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 15. Jesus enjoyed being betrayed by close friends. According to the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 3 to 4. Then Satan entered into Judas called Iscariot, who was the number of the twelve. He sent away and referred with the ch and, 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 and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. You might have been betrayed, but I want to tell you the love of Christ still prevails. The love of Christ was shown through the pain. Jesus suffered in his beatings and death upon the cross. According to the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 8, God showed his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Love of Christ. I love it when I see it three times in the New Testament and it reveals additional aspect of his love for us. Romans chapter 8, verse 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then in verse 38 and verse 39, it answers, for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The book of Corinthians, as I'm about to, to close, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 15, it shares how the love of Christ changes our lives. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. The love of Christ controls how we live in showing love to others. I want to say again, the love of Christ controls how we live and show love to others. Knowing the love of Christ, this is my final point as I'm about to close. Knowing the love of Christ, it helps us to be filled with the fullness of God according to Ephesians. Chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length of and the weight and depth 
and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The love of Christ is seen in many ways. It changes things. It changes the hearts of people. I know the love of Christ has made my heart to change. Being able to love the unlovable, being able to love the rejected, being able to embrace those who cannot be able to embrace, being able to walk with those that in certain status you cannot be able to walk with. But the love of Christ, it changes hearts. The love of Christ, it makes you to spend sleepless nights praying for those people that cannot be able to pray for themselves. The love of Christ makes you to say, I am not praying for my problems. Yes, you see your problems. You see troubles. You see letters that are coming. You see everything that is demanding finances. But you speak Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. You just become obedient. And then you say, I want to pray for those that cannot be able to pray for themselves. I want to be there for those who cannot be there for themselves. I want to love those who cannot be loved. The love of Christ, it makes you to impact people with the love of Christ everywhere we go. Impacting people with the love of Christ, it requires us to die to ourselves so that we can be able to have the love of Christ. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this moment. We bless you, Lord. If you are listening to me right now, and I want you to confess this prayer, and I want you to pray it sincerely with all of your heart, and I want you to say, Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner, and I'm sorry for my sins. And the life that I have lived, I need your forgiveness. I know you love me. I have listened how I've been taught about your love. I have listened how the prayers came out of love. I believe that your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, shed his precious blood on the cross of Calvary and died for my sins. And I'm now willing to turn from my sins. You said your holy, your holy word. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9. That if I confess the Lord our God and believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. I shall be saved. I am praying for salvation right now. Right now as I pray oh Lord. I pray that you save me. Right now I confess Jesus as the Lord of my soul. With my heart I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment, I accept Jesus as my own personal Savior. And according to his words, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for your unlimited grace, which has saved me from the sins. I thank you, Jesus, that your grace never leads to, 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 to license, but rather, it always leads to repentance. I therefore, Lord Jesus Christ, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you alone and not to myself. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me and giving me eternal life in Jesus' mighty name.
The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Thank you, Father, that you said we must be carefully, we must observe these commandments. We have observed them. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We pray that, Holy Spirit, you continue to cover us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you for those that have sent the pod points. Thank you for more of those pod points. And thank you very much for giving us your ear today as we came with the love of God throughout today until 6 p.m. We will be praying for this love of God that we must be filled. Thank you for that cup that brings all many, many, many points. Thank you very much for that. Even at 6 p.m., as we pray for our properties, as we pray for our finances, we need to be filled with the love of God. We thank you, Lord, for this season that you said we must know you and know your love. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Uh -huh.